Among our goals is prioritizing, and we've established that we want to document the condition of our infrastructure and identify the needs of greatest priority. All of that with the goal of investing strategically. Welcome to episode four of Region Ahead, a podcast from SimCog, the Southeast Michigan Council of Governments. I'm Chris Williams, and today's episode features a conversation about a topic that's hot on everyone's mind right now, infrastructure. Kathleen Lamaco is the executive director of SimCog and the vice chair of the relatively new Michigan Infrastructure Council, or the MIC, as it's sometimes known. Jessica Moy is the executive director of the MIC. Last week, the MIC released its 180-day report. Jessica and Kathleen sat down with Trevor Layton to talk about what this new body is, who's a part of it, and the kinds of things it's trying to accomplish. Thank you, Kathleen and Jessica, for joining me today. Glad to be here. Thank you. So infrastructure is kind of a big word and kind of a big idea. A lot of us are vaguely aware of the importance of infrastructure. For instance, I know I don't want the bridges I'm driving over to collapse or my lights to go out unexpectedly, but we might not all grasp how many infrastructure systems we rely upon every day or how they are related. Jessica, I was wondering if you could tell me a little bit about what we are really talking about when we talk about infrastructure. So within the context of the Michigan Infrastructure Council, or the MIC, we are really looking at um, transportation infrastructure, so primarily roads and bridges and culverts, and water infrastructure, drinking water, stormwater, and sewer, and then also how that interplays with communications and utilities, so gas and electric primarily. Okay. So infrastructure is not only kind of a big word, it's kind of a big deal. That's a, a lot of things that are, that are coming together to, to make our lives function on a daily basis. Kathleen, could you give us a little bit of background about what the Michigan Infrastructure Council is and, and why and how it was formed? Well, it was formed um, by the legislature after a study of a, from a commission that, that occurred during the last legislative session. And really, it was formed to really take a deeper dive and look at how we can coordinate these systems. Because as Jessica indicated, water systems operate independently of road systems and of electric utility systems. And all that said, it still needs to all work together. So this commission brought together interests from all of the utility providers, public and private, as well as some citizen representatives, and we're really charged with looking at how do, we, how do we coordinate infrastructure, how do we make sure that it delivers the high quality of life to, to the residents of the state, and fundamentally, how do we make sure that our infrastructure meets the needs of the future, and particularly the economic foundation of our state. Okay, so... I'm sure that the governor and the legislature want to make sure that the needs of the entire state uh, are well represented on this council. Um, I was wondering if we could, we could hear a little bit more about who, apart from Kathleen, are the other players on the Michigan Infrastructure Council. Absolutely. So um, the intent really is to have a diverse council and makeup of the council. It is a large council. There's 18 members, nine voting members, and nine non-voting members. The nine voting members are um, 
appointed by the governor's office and also the legislature, and really are intended to represent um, diversity in terms of public and private sector, regions, local, and, um, and other entities, um, large and small uh, system providers, and um, also urban and rural communities. The nine non-voting members are predominantly state agencies, so there are six state agencies represented on the council, as well as representation from our sister councils, the Transportation Asset Management Council, TMC, and the Water Asset Management Council, WAMC, and also the Michigan Public Service Commission. So that sounds like a, a really good group of people to have together um, talking about this really important issue. What kind of things can we expect to be coming out of this council over the next few years? Well, fundamentally, we're going to be a voice for the needs of the state in the area of infrastructure and the need to collect information about what our infrastructure needs are, um, to understand the condition of that infrastructure and the location of it, and to be a voice for strategically investing in a way that delivers um, the greatest benefit to the residents of Michigan. Absolutely, you know, to, to echo Kathleen's um, overarching perspective, the, the goal really is that long-term vision. Um, to my children's chagrin, I am not filling potholes on the side of the road. Um, I really, our mission with the MIC is that next 30 years out for the state and really that future of how do we bring different infrastructure types together and how do we bring that long-term planning um, from an investment strategy, but also from um, just sort of a practicality and um, coordinated approach. How we operate these systems. Absolutely. Okay, and so these these infrastructure systems, they touch a lot of parts of, of, of our daily lives, but the, the condition of our infrastructure system, it's not just about, you know, how convenient, you know, our life is. It also has some amount of impact on, on investment in our state, in our region, right? Is that something you'd like to talk about? Well, when we established our uh, mission for our organization, we really thought about what are the need, what does infrastructure do? And really it is the foundation for economic prosperity. Um, for businesses to locate in the state and, for, and to prosper, they need to have clean water, they need to have wastewater, so uh, wastewater treatment, they need to ha be able to get um, their employees to their locations, and they need to be able to get their goods to market. And for all of that, we know we need electricity and we need broadband capacity, all of those things are are what's necessary for businesses to operate in this state. And on top of those systems operating in, in a way that businesses can function, it sounds like there's there's also a connection there in, in being stewards of our environmental resources. Is that something that uh, is thought about when we're addressing infrastructure? So absolutely, it is all part of that interconnected network. Um, we do have representation from the Department of Natural Resources and the Department of Environmental Quality on our council for that very reason, to think about things uh, I'll give you a specific example, culverts, right? So running underneath a road, um, very important to um, 
management of water and protection of the roads, keeping water off of our roads protects the roads, but also very Im important to aquatic species and their ability to travel um, safely and uh, across roads as well. Okay. So Kathleen, could you tell us a little bit about the history of what led us up to the point of the founding of the Michigan Infrastructure Council? Well, in um, the last legislative session, um, the 21st Century Infrastructure Commission was formed and um, undertook a study of Michigan's infrastructure needs. And out of that came um, a several pieces of legislation that created the Michigan Infrastructure Council, as well as two subsidiary councils, um, dealing specifically at water asset management and at transportation asset management. And so the, the Transportation Asset Management Council, that's the hit, that's existed for a while, right? And so that's part of the reason that we know that this asset management approach is effective to understanding the condition of our, our infrastructure assets. Is that right? Yeah, it existed, but what happened was changes were made to that council um, requiring it to interact with the Water Council and with the, the Michigan Infrastructure Council, which is really charged with coordinating all of the infrastructure systems. Is there anything that local government representatives or even citizens can do to help ensure that our infrastructure assets um, are in good working order? Well, at the local level, SEMCAG's interest in this issue is um, local officials are the ones that citizens contact when infrastructure fails. So clearly they have an interest in ensuring these things at the local level. Um, they're also the place where um, needed coordination can happen. One of the uh, simplest examples is that we need to, when we're rebuilding a road or building a road, we need to make sure that that's the time that we also um, look at um, the underground utilities, things like where are the water lines, where are the sewer lines. And if we can coordinate um, projects, we know that we can save money in the long run, and we can also reduce the inconvenience to um, the residents. So coordination is going to happen locally. It benefits the state as a whole, but it's, it certainly will benefit all of the residents in Southeast Michigan. Kathleen, do you want to tell us anything more about SEMCOG's history in, in working on infrastructure issues? Well, we've um, worked on water, sewer, and transportation for, for much of our 50-year history. And we've tended to work on it in, in individual issue area silos, partly because each of those systems are owned by different utility entities, whether it's local government or um, a utility authority. Um, all that said is there's an increasing recognition that we need to look at these things more comprehensively to save money and to, to reduce inconvenience. So that's why we uh, participated in an infrastructure pilot project that led to the establishment of MIC and why we um, promoted it um, when the piece of legislation was moving through the legislature. We think it's an important issue and it's fundamental to, to the state and our, our, our future. When we look at infrastructure investments, we know they're long-term, and we tend to be an organization that's planning for um, you know, 20 years in the future. So um, clearly, this is right in our wheelhouse. 
I think the value of the regions was really noted in the legislation itself. Um, in the legislation specifically, um, there is a mandate to work at the regional level. And so um, there's an observation, I think, at the state level that regions really are sort of that great segue into local governments and being able to coordinate in a bigger geographic space. As I understand it, part of the idea with the Infrastructure Council's work is going to be to collect data from all these different types of infrastructure and then be able to you unite it into, into one database so that kind of comprehensive decision making can be made. Um, would you be able to talk a little about what that could actually mean in terms of strategic investment and, and being more efficient? I caution the word data um, because we're still, I think, very much in the early stages with the council and determining what data we need at a statewide level versus a regional level versus at the individual owner and operator level. But for sure, we need to be thinking longer term in terms of coordination so that we can do our, our best investment um, and get basically the most bang for our buck when we invest um, community dollars and, and taxpayer dollars. Um, so there will be some amount of information um, that will be needed um, so that we really can look strategically and, and forward thinking um, and, and how, how we're going to move the state forward with regard to all of these different infrastructure types. Among our goals is prioritizing, and we've established that we want to document the condition of our infrastructure and identify the needs of greatest priority. All of that with the goal of investing strategically. Is there anything else uh, that we should be thinking about in, in terms of infrastructure? I think one thing that I'm excited to share is that even in our very brief history, um, we have really only been in place legislatively for six months. We have already um, compiled and we are publishing our first 180-day report that really sets the stage for the next three years. We have an aggressive timeline, an aggressive work plan on a variety of research and education pieces that will really drive the next decision-making process, which is a 30-year integrated asset management strategy. So across the different asset types or infrastructure types that we've been discussing um, and really looking long-term and forward-thinking to the next 30 years in the state. One of the things that um, we need to think about as we communicate with the citizens of this state is really helping them understand how costly these systems are and that if we make the right investment at the right time, we're going to get more useful life out of our infrastructure assets, whether it be a water line, a road, or a bridge. And um, one of our charges is to, to help educate not only the decision makers, but the general public, because ultimately they're the ones that pay for these services, whether it be through utility fees or through um, taxes or other fees. Okay, well Kathleen and Jessica, thank you both so much for being here today. Thank you. We really appreciate uh, you having us today. For anyone who's interested in learning more about the Michigan Infrastructure Council, you can visit www.michigan.gov/mic. This has been Simcog's Region Ahead. Thanks for joining us as we consider the important issues that affect Southeast Michigan. Region Ahead is available on Google, Apple, Spotify, Stitcher, and the Simcog website.